0: Hello everyone, Phoebe here, and welcome to season one of my podcast, In the Works. This is a podcast dedicated to those navigating their 20s, so that together we can feel supported and accepted while in the works of life. Part of the reason why I started this podcast was because from my experience, my early 20s have been really confusing. There have been internal and external situations that have really shifted my perspective on what life is truly about. I believe that these formative years morph us into who we are going to be for the rest of our lives. And maybe that sounds a bit heavy, because yes, you can pivot and change at 22, 32, 52, 82 years old, but I see this decade of our 20s as the building stage, the building of our personal growth, our mindset, but also our relationships, careers, and even finances. I've learned a lot in the past few years, especially about mental health. And rather than honing in on one topic, this new series will consist of more holistic, well-rounded episodes where I can mention anything and everything I've come to learn thus far. I will get into roughly 20 things I've come to learn in my 20s, hence 20-something in my 20s. If you haven't given the first two episodes a listen, I'd love it if you do so, but of course today's episode can be heard on its own as well. And if you missed my last episode, it would mean so much for you to tune in. It's titled, I'm Trying. It's one from the heart, a real and raw episode. I felt a lot of anxiety posting it, being so honest and vulnerable, but I do think that it's a really relatable episode, especially if you're also in your early 20s. Anyways... Enough intro rambling. If you feel so called, I hope you stick around. Let's get into episode three of the new series, 20-something in my 20s. Alrighty, learning number one. Everything is hard in some way. It's hard to be in the wrong relationship. It can be hard to be in the right relationship. It's hard to be in a job you hate, but it's also hard to pursue your dreams. It can be hard to be at war with yourself mentally, and it's also really hard to heal. It's hard to be social, but it's also hard to be lonely. You guys get the point. Life is going to be hard. And I don't know why we're so surprised when things don't turn out the way we think, or we have such negative feelings sometimes. It's naive to think that life will go along without any problems. Life's hard, whether you're 16 or 60 years old. So choose your hard, choose what you want to try for, and don't be so short minded doing only what will feel good in the moment. Of course, indulge in those moments of instant gratification too, but you have to live thinking, what will actually benefit me in the long run? What is worth my time and efforts? Choose the heart. Number two, you have to be bad at something first. A lot of us don't try new things because we don't want to be embarrassed and or we fear failure. I'll claim that for a lot of us, it's both. We don't want to be embarrassed. We avoid failure at all costs. We're so caught up in what people will think, but let's just normalize being god-awful at something. The people that hate don't get it. And they don't matter. Those who are great at something were once beginners at it, so they will never pick fun at someone for trying because they've been there themselves. Life is a lot more fun when you stop trying to make everything perfect. Life feels lighter when you prioritize your opinion over others. Make yourself uncomfortable. I made an episode about anxiety. Intentionally invite anxiety into your life. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations so that you know what you are truly capable of. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live life thinking I could have done more. So just go for it. The more you try, the more you'll understand what inspires you. Number three, embrace slow living. This has been the hardest thing for me to learn this year. And to be frank, I'm still in the midst of learning this lesson. Obviously, slow living shouldn't be all the time, but detaching yourself from people and environments that cause an unreasonable amount of stress is good for you. If you're anything like me, I have felt the pressure to constantly prove myself, and in the world as it is now, everyone seems to be hustling, stressing, impressing, chasing, and chugging all the caffeine in the world. I mean, I I still love my caffeine, but when I was in that doing and achieving mode, I wasn't happy. I had to accept that distraction isn't a solution. For what feels like forever, I was distracting myself from what was actually hurting me. I've been trying to unlearn those old habits and thought patterns. I've been embracing and trying to enjoy slow living. A lot more alone time, peace, and letting go of the need to find value in school, work, and what I do. I don't want my self-worth to be tied to my output. And my way may not be the right way, but it's right for me, at least at this stage of my life. Sometimes it feels like I've fallen behind I may be excluded, but I am eternally grateful that I took the time to value myself and what's really important to me. For once, I'm glad I don't fit in. I would constantly feel so bad about myself, and honestly, I still feel bad about myself sometimes, but it's so unfair because I would be so fixated on my faults, flaws, and insecurities, while I would only see other people's strengths, skills, achievements, beauty. I'm sure I'm not alone in this, and we gotta know that it supports this false perception. Admiring everyone else's great qualities and ignoring our own. This has been really apparent in my life, and I hope this tip resonates with you. I know I'm going in on this one <laughs> but obviously I'm super passionate about it um, but no one no one knows you. no one knows the work you've put in to achieve what you've achieved. no one knows the courage it took for you to speak up in class. no one knows the strength that was required for you to comfortably sit alone. It takes a lot to intentionally choose not to do the things that are not good for you, especially when it goes against what everyone else seems to be doing. Believe in yourself to take the path less traveled, even when everyone else and everything else seems to be telling you to choose the path most traveled. The path of money, the safer option, the job, the body type. Just because you see everyone working out in a certain way, for example, it doesn't mean you have to feel guilty for not working out the way they do. Just because people are working, hustling, schooling, and bragging about how busy they are, it doesn't mean you should feel guilty for prioritizing your self-care right now. Just because someone else seems confident and has all their shiz together, again, you don't know them and they don't know you. Their success and greatness doesn't take away from your success and your competence. One is not more successful or behind. For me, I don't need to be exceptional, exhausted, and impressive to be happy or fulfilled and that's pretty successful to me this learning was more for the overachievers or perfectionists out there but i hope that you know how great you are i hope you know how great you are as a soul and mind if you need a slow down if you need a break you don't need to earn it and other people don't need to understand number 4 Act like the person you want to be. Act like the you that is worthy. What would that you do day to day? What would your schedule look like? Think about the details and get specific. What time would you wake up? What would you do? Do you have daily spiritual practices? What kinds of friends do you have? What are the habits of quote unquote worthy you? Now that you've thought about it and maybe thought up a few rituals, do it even when you don't feel like it. Take the actions of someone who feels worthy. I'll tell you right now, I haven't felt like someone who's worthy, someone who's deserving of success and happiness, especially lately. But showing up for yourself takes discipline. Stop waiting for motivation to strike one day. Love is formed from the way you treat yourself. Likewise, Your worth stems from how you speak to yourself. We think that love and worth comes from some job or some person or some achievement, but you'll quickly realize those things are not given externally. It's given to you internally. Act like the highest version of you. Act like the person you want to be, even when you may not feel like it. I know it can be hard sometimes to show up for yourself when you're feeling like a nobody, but show up. You're worth it. Number five, being creative is not automatic. I realize that people can't really force creativity. I can't be fully inspired or fully creative 24-7, especially when you embark on a creative project. It's all-consuming. It's a lot, and you just can't force the best ideas to come to you. Part of the creative process is being bored and just living and existing Artists aren't being lazy when they aren't putting out new songs, new books, new podcasts, or whatever it is. That's far from the truth. Art takes time. It takes inspiration. And depending on the project, it could be one day or 10 years. You can't start working on some creative endeavor when You can't start working on some creative endeavor when you don't even have an idea. Sitting around, being bored, and being alone is great. I know that for a lot of people, traveling is their best friend because you're in a completely new environment that forces you to think in new ways. It sucks because we almost never have to be bored nowadays their social media, so much entertainment, and so much stimulus available to us at our fingertips. This has made this part of the creative process really tough. You're probably not redoing what someone else has done. You probably want to do something different and make it yours. Long story short, creativity is not automatic. And boredom can actually help with recharging and sparking creativity. The intensity of working on a creative project is all-consuming, like I said. It takes the mind, body, and soul. So balance boredom with experiencing life through your own lens. Don't rush it and give yourself the space and time to experiment and fail. You need the time and the freedom to be the best creator you can be. I feel like I've gone pretty deep into the first five learnings. I would say those were my main learnings for this past year, but let's run through some more. I want to make sure I leave enough time for at least 20, and if you haven't been taking notes, take out a notepad, the notes app on your phone, and add your own learnings and tips. Share them with me, because I would love to learn from you. All right, tip six. Get over imposter syndrome. If you get some award, Some job, or you find yourself in a situation that you feel is too good to be true. Remind yourself what you've done to get there. Not everything that happens is because of luck. I find it really common, at least for me, to dismiss my achievements and be so hyper consumed with the setbacks. Someone will compliment me. And I'll be like, nah, they just they just feel bad for me. They're just saying that they don't actually mean it. But when I get hate, judged or criticized, I'm taking that seriously into <laughs> heart. Like every critique is an attack on my self image. Do your best, and don't believe the thoughts fueled from imposter syndrome. Allow yourself to receive love and receive praise as easily as you receive hate. Leave the criticism and take the feedback. You are where you are because of you. You only feel imposter syndrome when you're not owning where you are. Don't compare yourself to someone ways above you because you know that's just not a fair game. Number seven learn specific skills. Skills that make you special and unique. And I say this because of the rise of AI. AI is taking a lot of jobs, and the job market is tough as it is. But if you can practice irreplaceable skills that you can add to your resume, you're setting yourself up for success. I'm still adapting and learning what this means to me, but I'd note skills like copywriting, content creation, art, designing, social work, community outreach, and of course other interpersonal skills. Number eight, continuously set goals when you set goals, you feel a sense of direction and purpose. There are different categories of goals and you can't pursue all of them at once, but choose what you want to prioritize and focus on right now. There are personal, professional, health, spiritual, and soulful goals financial goals, and maybe for you, so many other categories. Especially with the new year, taking some time for goal setting would be a great exercise. But remember, you don't need to wait for a new year or a new month or a new week to change goals or add goals. Just make sure you're always working towards something, no matter how small progress is progress. Tip nine, stop rushing. Stop trying to rush your life. I know you see the young success stories, which go them, amazing, but know that someone else's win is in a loss for you. Your turn is coming, your time is coming, and your happiness is coming. I'm sorry if you feel like you've been stagnant and you're not getting where you want to go. I get it. But I truly believe in you. In due time, you'll be where you want to be. Life is not meant to be rushed through. It's meant to be experienced for all its highs and lows. Number 10. If you've been in a relationship, whether it's romantic or not, with someone for not even two years, and it's stressful, it's negative, here's your sign to let go. Relationships aren't just a box to tick. Ensure every single person you let in is adding to your cup. I compare relationships to finances. Take audit of your relationships when you're with someone. Are you neutral? Are you saving? Gaining? Or are you losing? Your friends, a.k.a. your chosen family, matter. Number 11. Don't shut yourself down from someone's inability to feel deeply. I've witnessed people water themselves down and contain how they feel because they don't want to get hurt. And part of me gets that, but I really do think it's our time to wholeheartedly fall in love, be passionate, and have connections with that broad depth of human emotions Like I said, life is meant to be experienced, and part of experiencing is feeling all of the emotions. What if they reject me? What if I embarrass myself? And, you know, (laughs) all is well. Things will be okay, and emotions are temporary. They're fleeting. Give yourself the permission to feel deeply, even if those around you can't. Number 12. Unpack childhood trauma. What were you not given as a child that you still need? This process may not be the most glamorous, but it's so worth the effort. Address your needs that haven't been met before and heal the attachment wounds you've developed this could show up as physical, emotional, and psychological neglect from your childhood. It's a sucky realization when you realize the voice in your head isn't even yours. You were naive, you were young and absorbed all that was said to you, but you don't need to give these thoughts the attention anymore. You are finally coming into your own. I'm not a therapist, nor do I know the best ways to heal your inner child. But if you're listening to this, take it as a sign to look into it and seek help. 13. The universe gives you everything, but only when you are ready. I hate the waiting game, (laughs) and I'm sure you do too. It's uneasy to be in the unknown. You have to continue on doing your best and believing that better is coming. Your turn is coming. Your time is coming. You may not have all you want yet, but what would be the point of being here if you had nothing to work for? You are a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Hence, podcast title. We are people and souls in the works let's just normalize putting your life on hold as you heal. Sometimes both can coexist. Maybe you can be thriving personally and professionally, but if it becomes too much, that's okay. You know what's best for you right now. I find myself saving a lot of smiles for other people, but I want to save some of that cheerleader energy for myself too. This is me telling you and myself, everything coming is worth waiting for. Celebrate everything along the way. LOL, me complaining about being (laughs) long-winded. And then I continue to be long-winded. Sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry. I promise I'm not like this in person. And I'm actually kind of proud of how much I've grown as a podcaster and speaker, I guess. At times, I still get nervous to record and doubt whether I have anything valuable to say, but here we are, recording these long-ish episodes. Hopefully y'all are gaining valuable insights so far. Let's finish off this episode strong. I believe I'm on 14. Tip number 14. You don't need to be fully healed or fully ready to start dating. And I'm not saying that if you just got out of a relationship, you should rush right back into the dating world. Take the solo time you need to find yourself again, outside of that relationship. But don't wait around if it's been a while, and you know that you're just scared. Call yourself out. It's possible to work on your relationship skills while single and while dating. It's unrealistic to think you'll ever be fully healed as a person. I think that every experience and every encounter is an opportunity to learn something about yourself and others. This doesn't mean you use people as test subjects but go into relationships with good intentions and mutual respect. Be vulnerable and share yourself. Flaws and all. I guess this links to a previous tip I shared in this episode of not shutting yourself down from someone's inability to feel. But put yourself in the environment to align with someone who is just as human, just as imperfect, and just as in the works as you. Don't wait for the most perfect time, because there really isn't the most perfect time for anything. You make a decision, and then you make it work. Number fifteen. Notice the little things that aren't so little. I tend to focus... On my lack, the lack in my life. And that's frankly just depressing. (laughs) When you shift your focus from what you don't have to what you do have, you can operate from a place of abundance and gratitude. Appreciate the little things, the hugs from those you love, the random compliment you got from a stranger, that text that made you smile. I know if your life seems to be falling apart, you're like, I'm not going to stop, meditate and breathe and think about that stranger's smile. (laughs) Of course, this isn't going to solve your life's problems, but when you take that moment to appreciate what you have, you're going to feel better and have a better mentality when you go into something new. It's not so much about what you do, but the mentality you have when you're doing and going through life. Number 16. This may not be the most responsible, but if you're younger like me, just spend the money. (laughs) stop worrying so much about saving all the money for the future. You go out with friends and family and have some bomb food and bevy. You travel with your significant other. You're making precious memories and that is worth it all. You have your whole life to make money, but you don't get back time with your loved ones. So spend the money on the experiences you want to have right now. Of course, within your means. 17. Everything is temporary. The feelings are temporary. I feel like a lot of my learnings go back to being present and trusting in the universe's timing, but whether you're going through a great time or a time of struggle know this time will pass, cherish the great times, and trust that the bad times will pass. I said time like a billion times. (laughs) But take a deep breath. We're in this together. We're all winging it. You are exactly where you need to be. You can't expect the universe to give you something when you're not even willing to give something up. It requires trust. You're holding yourself back by holding on to things. You're not supposed to know what's next. Where are your fears? Where are you still trying to control everything? If nothing's happening for you, great. Practice having more trust. It may take longer than them. It may take longer than you want. But it'll be better than you could have ever imagined. Everything's temporary. The feelings are temporary and tied to the other learning I said, I think. The universe gives you things only when you are ready to receive. My next learning links to the one I just said. (laughs) But... Being more like them won't make you feel better about you. Being more like them just brings you further from who you actually are. Even if someone seems to have it all together, trust me, every success story is underpinned with the messy truth. You can't see everyone else's full truth, and that's how it should be put all of your energy into yourself and doing and acting in alignment of your values and your goals number 19 love is a choice i've been with my boyfriend for over 4 years now and at this point <laughs> to be completely honest we're past the honeymoon phase and It's a given. I'm still attracted to him and obsessed with him. But at the end of the day, we're choosing to be together. Love is a feeling and also a choice. He isn't necessarily my built-in soulmate. He wasn't born and meant for me or made for me. But we're choosing each other every single day. He's seen me at my absolute worst. He loves me even when I'm a wreck. He'll listen even when I've shared the same problem over and over. He'll hold me in silence when he knows my mind is racing. And I can't even vocalize the mess that is my thoughts. He stays in a world where people so easily run away at the sight of struggle. I don't know why I'm getting emotional, <laughs> um, but I know I do the same for him. Maybe we weren't born to be soulmates, but we're making it work. And that's almost better. And this ties into the last learning, number 20. No one is perfect for you. I found someone that I care enough to commit to, and likewise for him. It's not supposed to be easy, but we're choosing to love one another. Relationships in general aren't easy, but being with someone that is really important to you and Values you, respects you, loves you wholeheartedly. It makes the hard moments a bit easier. I think that's all I have for you today. I hope it wasn't too all over the place. I feel like I just go about my day and then I randomly write in my notes app on my phone of things that I want to talk about in these episodes, but. I hope you gain something from today's episode. Thank you for hanging out with me. I hope that you leave this episode with takeaways to create that life you can't wait to wake up to. I know that this decade can be tough, but know that you are strong, loved, supported, and inherently worthy of all that you desire. It would be a to hear your thoughts. Feel free to join the conversation and give the Instagram and TikTok a follow at in the Works underscore pod. All links shall be in the show notes for you. I hope you're having a good day, and if not, you're going to have a great day soon. I look forward to spending time with you again in the next episode.